Hey, it's me, Pete. Welcome to Pete's Critiques, your weekly podcast to catch you up on NFL football. If you have questions about the NFL, come to me. I've got critiques. The top three plays, uh, we had Joe Mixon with his 39-yard dump off. Um, And with number two, we have a 27-yard touchdown by J.K. Osborne. Not a lot of people know about him. You know, look him up. He's pretty good. Um, and with the number one player play of the week, it was the Donovan Peoples Jones Hail Mary before half. I know that like this is this was just like a vintage Hail Mary moment, and it's it's great to see one of those happen because we haven't gotten a lot of those recently. With the Top player of the week, we have C.D. Lamb with 84 yards and a walk-off touchdown to win. This was key for the Cowboys because they needed that win. But shout-out to Jalen Mills. C.D. Lamb was taunting him, and he Jalen Mills gave him what he deserved, in my opinion. This week on the key injuries, the Browns lost two key players of their offense. They lost Kareem Hunt with a calf injury, they, and they lost Baker Mayfield with a shoulder injury. The Texans also lost veteran receiver T.Y. Hilton to a quad injury, and the Raiders lost Finn Connery to a mouth injury. Side note. Finn Connery does not actually play in the NFL. He plays fag football with me. This week, from the questions of, from you guys, I have my intern, Tom, reading the questions. Hi. This first question is from Jamie. Jamie asks, imagine this. Four mascots enter a ring for a full-on death match. Pat the Patriot from New England, Steely McBeam from Pittsburgh, Victor the Viking from Minnesota, and Sourdough Sam from San Francisco. Who would win? Hmm, tough question. I've never seen Steely McBeam before. Um, I'm not sure if that's even his real name or if any of these are the real names. But anyways, um, I think I have seen the uh, Victor the Viking Again, don't know if that's his real name. Uh, I think I think he looks pretty scary. Um, I've seen Sourdough Sam. He doesn't look that scary to me. I think Victor the Viking. That's my choice. All right. This next question is from Corey. Russell Wilson is expected to miss extended time for his finger injury. Do you think the Seahawks should stick with Geno Smith, or should they look to pick someone up like Cam Newton? Speaking of Cam Newton, do you think he will be a starting QB in the NFL again? I think that the Seahawks have always had that veteran QB uh, for a while in Russell Wilson, who has that experience. Um, and I think that they could benefit uh, from getting Cam Newton in that way. But Cam Newton, he's not the most – he used to be super athletic, and he's getting older, so he's not gonna, he's not getting more athletic. And – he can't throw the ball. He's not get throwing the ball farther by the year, so I think that they could benefit it from Geno Smith. Um, but 
other than that emergency situation that like a QB gets injured, I don't think Cam Newton's gonna get the starting job. All right, the next question is from Ben B. Ben B says, I was fortunate enough to win my fantasy football league last year and had the number one pick this year. Of course, I selected Christian McCaffrey, and now he's hurt again. We hear a lot of experts calling players injury-prone, but do you think that there are certain players that have the superpower of durability? If you do, who fits that bill, and what's their secret? I don't think that any players have any power of durability. I think that some players are just too crazy and psycho, and they play through too insane injuries. Um, There aren't a lot of Jack Youngbloods out there, but J.J. Watt is one of them. Uh, I know he's kind of old, but uh, Jack Lambert, he was he was intimidating, and he would stay in the game after he got after he got hurt. So yeah, there there isn't a lot of tough guys out there, but you know, the NFL's trying to keep players in with new equipment. So what's the secret? Grit. That's what I think. Wait, go back. Who is Jack Youngblood? He was probably the toughest player in NFL history. He played on a broken fibula. And you basically, it holds up 17% of your body mass. And guess what? He played the Pro Bowl with it. An optional game that players sit out. He played the Pro Bowl on it. And he also played a Super Bowl, um, the biggest stage in that in history um, of sports. So this guy was a psycho. Or he was the toughest player in NFL history. You choose. Psycho or toughest player. He was Jack Youngblood. He was insane. I choose both. Both? Psycho and tough? Okay. All right, next question from Julia. What are your top three football Sunday snacks? Go. Hmm, that's tough. I like Lay's potato chips, which the original type. Also, that's probably my number one go-to. I like on number two, I like the Lay's barbecue chips. Number three, I like the... Uh, the the scoops with the to- this Tostitos scoops with the uh, Tostitos queso. I really like that. Queso. Queso, yeah. This is Chase. You always have good snacks. Okay. Next question is from Joseph. That's actually two questions. Question number one. As team captain and defensive leader on your flag football team, which NFL player have you modeled your flag football game after? Um, That's a two-way question because on offense, I try to model it with Barry Sanders with those awesome juke moves and spin moves and change of direction. But on defense, I try my best to model Luke Keekley because he's a leader and he's like he knows where everyone should go before the play. Um, so, yeah. All right, the second question. Any chance we can get a guest appearance from Charlie Goss on a future podcast episode? Uh, we'll have to ask him to see if he's available, but we'll see. I'm, I'll try. All right, last question. And uh, before, I, before, I answer, before I read this question, I just want to say how much I appreciate the opportunity to be your intern. Oh, yeah, anytime. All right. Uh, here we go. Cooper Cup has been a top-tier wide receiver in the NFL for a few years now. But this year, he's ridiculously good. He's averaging 100 yards, 
one touchdown per game. What's the deal? Is this a fluke? Is he getting more targets because he has a bromance with Matt Stafford? Is is he getting Samson-like strength from his blonde Amish beard? Or is it an example of a guy finally maturing and finding his rhythm after his first few years in the league? Also, what is your prediction for the uh, ALCS? And, uh, well, what about the World Series? Well, Cooper Cup, I think he's – if this isn't a fluke, I think Matt Stafford – his favorite target has been defined as Cooper Cup. I think he likes Cooper Cup a little more than Robert Woods because that, that's a bromance. Yeah, yeah. I think that he likes Cooper Cup a little more because um, of his he's more, he's a little more evasive and can change directions and can have better route running. Um, and I think that his beard is definitely powering him a lot. His new beard. Um. And, I, yeah, he's definitely finding his rhythm. He's hitting his spots. For the ALCS, I know we're quite a bit of games in, and by the time I do this, it could be over. But um, I think that with the Red Sox down three, two to three, I think that the Red Sox may be able to come back and win against Houston. But Houston is at home, so I don't know. Uh, my predictions are for the World Series, who will be in it? Dodgers versus Red Sox. Yeah. I'm staying. I'm. I have hope in them now. I have. I have hope in them, and I believe that they can win two games in a row. Thanks for listening. Once again, don't forget to, to send your questions to criticalpeatmedia at gmail.com. That's criticalpeatmedia at gmail.com. This podcast was produced and edited by me, Pete. Original music by Kilowatts Attack. 